Warning, the following podcast contains visual gags. It was recorded before a live audience at ReasonCon in Hickory, North Carolina. And if you're sad that you missed a live show, be sure to come see us at the People's Improv Theater in New York City on June the 10th. You'll find a link to buy tickets on the show notes for this episode. And now, on with the show. And also, his reaction after that, his then his reaction then is not, let's call the police, let's no. do something. His, what would you do next? What would you do next at that point? Your, your friend has died. Where, where would you... Are you asking? Yeah. Because he's got a new hole where his head used to be, and right. I don't think I should answer this. <laughs> Thomas, what would you do next well, so no one doesn't have to sigh, take the Fifth Amendment? Sigh, first, I would sigh a little bigger. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> oh man. Like, oh, my God, this guy's head just came up. Oh, my God. God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because somehow no one had yet filled that niche. Imagine that. I'm your host, No Illusions, and we're coming to you live from ReasonCon in Hickory, North Carolina. To an incredibly enthusiastic crowd at ReasonCon in Hickory, North. You guys having fun so far? Pretty good show. All right, all right. Cater to my ego. Was it was it us you came for or Lawrence Krauss? It was us. Okay, you don't have to answer. That's good. And, of course, joining me from stage left is Richard Spencer's out-of-shape bodyguard. Please welcome to the stage, Heath Enright! I'm, I'm guessing that that's not coffee and that's not tea. That's just my guess. Who stole my scotch? Uh-oh. There is a great mystery afoot. Thomas. It was Thomas. Thomas did it. Thomas tried to steal my scotch. Fine. Let's, let's fine. be very clear on that. Thanks for that intro, Noah. And, of course, oh, hey, you bet, man. You bet. I've gotten good at that. Uh, so, and also, hopefully not committing some type of felonious exposure charge, as I am sacrificing my usual 81-mile buffer zone between me and Eli. So will you. So please welcome, also from stage left, my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Wow. The last thing you expected was clothes. (laughs) You don't know me. (laughs) Yeah, Eli, based on the pattern you said, I figured the clothes would be inside of you when you came out this time. (laughs) There are some clothes inside of me. Pattern remains. If you lost your gloves, those are mine now. (laughs) And of course, we also have a special surprise guest for you. And by surprise guest, I mean he was sure he told us no until those guys in the van picked him up. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage the semi-pedal host of Serious Inquiries Only and half of the host of Opening Arguments Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Thomas Smith. Right? No, 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 no. Stop. 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 
I am here to clear up some vicious rumors spread by these assholes right here. Oh, oh I don't really? Know if you ha- no, they have a, a podcast or something, and they said during that podcast they slandered me, as my lawyer Andrew Torres will tell you in paper. Well, he'll he'll write himself about. Never mind. <laughs> I'm here to clear this up. I have produced my foot certificate to show you all. Wait, 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 wait. I do what? No, I wait, have feet. Wait, wait, wait. I want to see the long-form foot certificate. Yes, thank you. It's the long-form foot certificate! <laughs> this is my long-form... I'm convinced. Form. I didn't want to have to do this. I didn't want to have to do this. It's been notarized. It's certified. My long-form foot certificate that we all have at, at birth that we all get. And I, I just want to put this to rest. I am done with this. End of issue. Because every good podcast starts on a sight gag. Thank you, Thomas. Fuck everybody who didn't come. (laughs) All right. So, Heath, you have to follow up the foot thing, man. I'm sorry. So, if you would, please tell us, what will we be breaking down today? All right. We... Well, first, how many people have seen the movie that we will be breaking down today? All right. Wow. All right. So for the... <laughs> Good Rude. question. For the people who haven't or don't know, we watched The Burning Hell. Woo-hoo. Definite article. The one. <laughs> it... <laughs> it's the story... It's about this guy, Estes. It's not. And Eli, how bad was this movie? (laughs) Well, if you love the movie Freaks, you're super into poop and maggots, and you'd like to spend 57 minutes being intimidated by Orville Redenbacher, you will love this movie. Uh, this is very... like being prothelatized to by someone whose teeth are slowly falling out. <laughs> or everywhere in Hickory, North Carolina, but here. Yeah, endearum quick. <laughs> See, it's not, that, it's not just that he misspells that. He also missays it. Who was it who was <laughs> correcting me on that? Sorry, me and one person. That joke was for me and one person. And Thomas, how the fuck did we talk you into this? I'll be honest, I'm not totally clear what's going on here. I just came here to serve you legal papers. But uh, I, while I'm here, I mean, I, who hasn't seen The Burning Hell? So sure, I mean, I'll, from memory, I'll go ahead and help you out with this. All right, awesome, awesome. All right, so uh, because we spent so much time on that great audio-visual gag there, uh, I'm going to skip straight to it. Is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? I would. Um, best worst Mathematical understanding of infinity, but he brings out a chart though. He does have a chart. He, he, they have to co- they have to come up with a big number in this movie. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. They settle on 300. That's the. <laughs> they need an example of an enormous infinity esque number. 300. That, That's where they got. That was very clear. The someone's arm getting tired, just like Estes. I'm done. <laughs> Just say it's 300. What, what about 301? No, 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 no. They're going to get overwhelmed. They're going to get overwhelmed. No. Yeah. yeah. I got to go get new teeth. <laughs> Those are an item here. Uh, can I nominate this for best? I mean, truly best. Worst ugly people oh in God. the pews. 
You don't have to watch the movie. You just have to watch the people in the pews of this movie. I think we just discontinued all of evolution because of the people in this movie. If William Lane Craig and I ever debate and he just shows me those people, I'm going to be like, yeah, WLC, you got me. (laughs) We are clearly still fish. (laughs) Thomas, you got any best worst? Oh, I got one. Best worst tree branch guillotine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actually, you know, I might might have fucked this up. I think it's just the best tree branch guillotine. Yeah, well, yeah. I might have this different category. Okay, yeah, Yeah, sorry. You're you're new to this. It's okay. I was going to go with best worst wasp juice. So throughout this movie, they have, they're reenacting stuff from the Old Testament throughout the movie, but every actor that they found to play some famous Jew has a name that ends in hyphen Bob. <laughs> it is like constantly say, Moses, what the hell are you doing, man? It is amazing. Really quick. That's, that's you. You sound like that. <laughs> really quick. I just think Wasp Jews, should, that would be a great horror movie we could make. <laughs> billionaire money. Oh, God. They wasp just Jews. swarm out of the sky. Can we lower the temperature in here? <laughs> <laughs> They're taking all our gold. <laughs> I know a lot of you don't know that's true because of where you live, and that's just a joke. Please. <laughs> I don't have any of your gold. Not anymore. Not anymore. I got to the end of the rainbow, so. (laughs) All right. Well, we have been waiting for 59 episodes now to do this movie. We have been saving this one for you guys. I have wanted to do this over and over, and Eli just kept telling me, no, no, we're waiting for a special occasion. So you guys are special. It should make you feel good. And, of course, on that, we're going to keep the break brief, but when we come back, we'll dive into all the nightmarish insanity that is the burning hell. Joining us this week to talk about Upside.com is the newly unemployed Bill O'Reilly. Bill, welcome to the show. Thanks, little lady. How about a hug? I'm a guy. I'll take what I can get. I'm sure you will at this point. So, Bill, any plans now that Fox has given you the boot? Well, as in the tradition of so many men in my position, I'll be doing a national failure tour. You know, college campuses with terrible speaker policies book signings in half-empty Barnes & Nobles, and lots and lots of business travel. Wow. With with your contract canceled, how can you afford all that? That's easy, Sophia Butella. Upside.com. The best new way to buy business travel or escape a waterfall of lawsuits. I bet you'd know all about that. Yep. Every time you buy a trip at Upside, you save a ton of money, and they give you an Amazon gift card worth $100, $200, even $300 every time. And you can use those gift cards to bribe your kids to keep talking to you. Or other things. If you say so. The way they do it is really clever. Upside bundles your flights and hotel together for one low price. Bundled pricing saves money, especially on business travel. So Upside gives you free Amazon gift cards. And I'm going to need hotel rooms for my coming messy divorce now that I'm not rich and famous anymore. Are, are you okay, Bill? Nope. Here's the best part. Use our code BizTrip and you're guaranteed to get at least a $200 Amazon gift card on your first trip. Our code BizTrip gets you at least $200 Amazon gift card free. How can you not do it? 
it's a no-brainer. Save big on travel and get a big gift card every trip. Upside.com. Minimum purchase required. See site for complete details. Sounds great, Bill. Good luck on your tour. Have you seen 13 Reasons Why? I have, and you should. Upside.com. <laughs> He's topical. Hi, everyone. Welcome to hell. Okay, there's there's a lot of you to get through. 60 a minute. So let's make this quick. Yes, you're in hell. Yes, it's probably because you didn't believe in Jesus. Yes, even if you believed in Jesus, you probably didn't do it the right way. No, it's not your fault. No, you can't speak to my supervisor. Okay, good luck, everybody. Hey, Steve, how's it going? Oh, dude, it's a fucking nightmare. I'm like Lucy on a fucking conveyor belt here. Hi, everyone. You're in hell. It's because of Jesus. No, you can't speak to my supervisor. Sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, man. It's it's hell. Get it? It's hell. I, no, I, I get it. Uh, well, I hate to make a bad day worse. But we got a pretty major war brewing upstairs, so it's going to speed up. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, man. Sorry. Did, did you at least ask Lou about the TV screens? I did. I did. But do we really want to start automating not a road I want to go down, yeah, you know? Press four for, yeah, no, I got it. I got it. All right. Uh, got some torch to do. My whip arm is beat. I bet. Hi, welcome to hell. Jesus, no supervisors. Hey, guys, just cutting into the live show for a quick announcement that we're really excited about. As many of you know, last year we collaborated on a project called Vulgarity for Charity with our friends Tom and Cecil from the Cognitive Dissonance podcast, and we had so damn much fun working with those guys that before we'd even wrap that up, we were already making plans on how to collaborate more often. Well, after several months of brainstorming with some dark and cloudy brains, we're proud to announce our upcoming podcast, Citation Needed, in which Eli, Heath, and I will team up with Tom and Cecil every week to fuck a Wikipedia article to death. Each week, we're going to choose a new subject. One of us is going to get a Google degree on that subject, and the rest of us are going to make dick jokes whilst the former tries to explain it. If you'd like to help make the show happen, you can check it out at patreon.com slash citation needed. We've nearly reached our launch goal, but you can still help push us over the edge. So if you want more Tom, Eli, Cecil, and Heath in your life, and you'd like to hear the first couple episodes of the new show before everybody else, head over to Patreon right now and pledge your support. And as a special thanks for getting in early, new patrons will also be able to access five sample episodes that we recorded while we were still figuring out the format of the new show. Those cutting room floor bonuses will only be available to people who sign up before the show is launched. So if you want to hear them, you'll have to sign up soon. And if you're already a god-awful movies patron, be sure to check out our Patreon feed for a special sneak peek of one of the episodes of Citation Needed in which Cecil tells us all about the Chernobyl disaster and Eli makes fun of him for getting old. Remember, that's patreon.com slash citation pod, which you'll find linked on the show notes for this episode. And now, back to ReasonCon. Arsenio Hall, I love it. And we're back with you live from ReasonCon. Now, I want to say up front about this film, there may be other films in the future uh, that I hate at the same amount of time as this movie, but there will never be one I hate quicker. We are one second into this film, and we, are, we meet the whitest possible singing that you can imagine in a rock quarry next to a tire fire. They just let a wing of a mental hospital into the quarry, and they were like, you guys can all get out if you sing loud enough. Jesus. We were just fucking with you guys back on the bus. We're going to ReasonCon. 
Well, and maybe, I, maybe I was a little slow on the uptake. I thought, see, the piano and the singing were in different keys yes. to, <laughs> you know, represent the struggle within, I thought. Is what oh, I, I see. Sure. Yeah. You, know, you know what else represented the struggle is that everybody looks like they're in a live-action triplets of Belleville. I thought that was... <laughs> That Everyone looks struggle. like a mean political cartoon about Americans. Yes. <laughs> Just back a- when hair was enough to stop a bullet. Yeah. That's why Jackie didn't get one. <laughs> oh, that's too far. You should go. You should go. That was a test. If you are upset right now, go to the lobby. Have some fun. This is going to be a bad time for everybody. For everybody, there are children later on in the movie, and I will talk about them. <laughs> and, at, and at one point, there's a part where the vocal gets literally a beat ahead of the music. Yeah. I thought, if there is one thing these people should be able to do, like one thing in your movie, it's like, okay, have a good choir, and then the rest will be bullshit. No, but, no. But that's, that. but that's because they wouldn't let any black people in. The very first note... Like, no, I said, the very first note I have here is, this is what music would sound like if we left it up to the whites. It's true. It's pretty damn... Also, was, was number of buttons, like, a, a sign of chastity back then? There's this lady on the, that you see right away, she's got, like, 93 buttons. It's like, man, it would take her forever to cheat on me. I don't... <laughs> I think she had one of them on her face, what? too. <laughs> Do you remember, anybody who's seen it, the lady... There's a mole with a small lady under it. <laughs> In the first scene. Oh, you mean the lady who the spaceship landed on? Yes. <laughs> uh, there's a key grip and there's a mole grip in this movie. Yeah. It's rough. She got stung by a wasp yeah. chew. Yeah. <laughs> and there's fire all around them. Yeah. Does anybody know? Are they going to be burned for not singing well enough? One can only hope. Yeah, right, right. Obvi- well, that would explain a lot of the appearances, honestly. <laughs> Serum, see if they sing better. So, and this goes on, by the way, for about 23 minutes. And then we get to the first spoken lines, and those will be from an insult to postdoctoral education by the name of Dr. R.G. Lee. That, that's Robert G. Lee, by the way. Is it really? <laughs> yep. It's like, Robert E. Lee, that's offensive. G. We'll call it G. <laughs> it's fine. And he looks like a racist vanilla-dipped raisin. <laughs> It's like, well, just I, like, I, spent enough time in the pick and mix, and it was like, they do smell different. Jumped out, <laughs> put on a suit, so this one, this I, movie. I had Dr. R.G. Lee is born again Steve Brule in about 40 years. <laughs> like. I had him as Colonel Sanders in witness protection. Well, you know how Colonel Sanders isn't racist enough? Yes, yes. That's <laughs> they it. asked that question, and they figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy... You know there was a point where they were like, hey, R.G. Lee, can you spit out your marbles while we're doing this movie? <laughs> no. It is crazy. He talks like he's got mashed potatoes yeah. still in his mouth. Like, he's got like a lipper of mashed potatoes. Well, I, I, like, he's I, dipping mashed pototoes. I thought a the weird only choice. thing worse than a fire and brimstone preacher is one who's, like, mailing it in. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, uh, hell. Fire burning. And burning also, hell. it's insane, but... No part of his glasses are real. Like, you look and the frames aren't real. The glasses aren't real. These aren't real. But he is somehow still wearing glasses. <laughs> it might just be the wrinkles in his face. He also, he's got like a, a weird combination hillbilly Bostonian accent. Yeah. And the very first unsung words in this movie, I had to write this down. These are the very first words that you can understand. He says, the Bible Oh, I'm sorry, let me do the voice. The Bible, inspired, inerrant word of God, teaches us the facts of a hell. So in case you were thinking you might enjoy it. That's a mean Bobby C. impersonation. (laughs) 
He gave us a really nice intro, and that's that is the nicest Bobby C impersonation I've ever done, sir. <laughs> Bobby's in the you back. Got a great on a you curve. Know. <laughs> he doesn't have fingers on one of his hands. That's what that is. Go over and see it. <laughs> Bobby's cancer is funny. Um, <laughs> I surprised Heath. Jesus, it's not about you. So <gasps> he's fine. <laughs> I mean, he's fi- no, he lived. I mean, he's still Bobby exactly. C. Exactly, yeah. he's fine. <laughs> and then, <laughs> are you ducking? <laughs> yeah, he's from Georgia. He's got a gun. So, and then we get my, the hero shot of the movie. Estes fucking Perkle comes oh, out. Yes! And he goes, he goes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Estes Perkle. And I said, you bet your lovely ass you are. Oh. <laughs> he looks the like the he's gotten in his lifetime is not as much as he just got. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> he looks like the defense lawyer for the bad guys from Deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like the hills have teeth. <laughs> Like a few. Yeah, like a few. right. Not, not, not that many. Yeah, not like not in excess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also kind of like Mike Pence wilted. A little bit like, like if you left Mike Pence in like a vase for like a while. Yeah. And his whole point, by the way, is to just, they're in like a rock quarry. And he's like, hell was somewhere around like here. <laughs> this, this is just, where, the, just, like, this is where the indoor run. is. Visual joke. Well, I, I want just many visual yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah, right. Them. That's why you should have come to the live show. <laughs> Selling future tickets. That's good. Well, exactly. no, but he, he's at Mount Sinai, right? He says, I'm here with you at Mount Sinai. Now, I could tell you all about Moses, not that I don't know a lot about him. I'm just going to talk about something different. But the whole, he does this whole, like, I'm at Mount Sinai, not for a reason or anything. I'm just here, is all. Yeah. I wrote in my notes, is hell going to sneak up on us out of the desert? Because the music is like, boing, 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 boing. I wanted the devil to pop up behind him. Shh. I'm hunting sinners. He's busy pointing both his arms the opposite direction. Hell's over here somewhere. And then we get the the film's first reenactment. Uh, This is from Numbers 16, 16 through 34, uh, this will be where the uh, where the Exodus Jews challenge Moses for power. Yes. <laughs> okay. First of all, if you guys enjoyed Fat Camel from Book of Mormon Part One, <laughs> this is really, really anorexic camel. Yes. There was very clearly a negotiation. It was like, my friend, you need a good camel for your movie. And it's like, no, no, no. I got six dollars. <laughs> all right. We were going to shoot this camel in four minutes. <laughs> if you promise to eat it. It is yours. <laughs> it is not good. And Moses, we see Moses. Oh here. God! Yeah. Moses looks like a kung fu master from Kill Bill. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> he looks like Megan Kelly. Like Megan Kelly probably imagined it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't remember. Somebody messaged me. Uh, was watching the movie and messaged me. Said it looked, it looked like uh, Santa Claus fucked Chewbacca. Yeah. I think that was pretty much pretty That's much how right. Megan Kelly imagined him. Yeah. <laughs> And as he's, Moses is doing his speech, they're doing something while listening that I think they would call, like, acting. Because they, what they do is they just pan to different groups of two people who turn and go, and just let, shake their heads as though that's acting. Like, they're all react. When you listen to someone speak, you turn to your friend and go, whoa. Yeah. Well, that's acting. 
for them. <laughs> that was like five times in a row. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the white guys that are some Africans turn to the other white guy who's Moses, and they're like, we don't think you're Moses. And he literally throws back his hoop. He throws back his hood like he's like, girl, hold my hoops. <laughs> you did not just challenge Moses, girl. Uh-uh. I, I got some lines written, yeah, because... <laughs> Because that was you Moses undoing movie, his hoops for everybody at home. If you have not gotten to see uh, people from Alabama pretending to be Middle Eastern Jews, <laughs> you, you have not lived. Like you need, I wrote it down. It's like, these are ravens of a madman. And in the full like, get-up, like he's a Middle Eastern Jew. <laughs> Such rantings always imply that he's the one. It's a, it's, watch the movie. Yeah, there's some then y'all shall know going on there. They found all their Jew extras at a barbecue in Nashville. <laughs> They kind of look like Muslim WWF characters. <laughs> the whole thing. It's all heels. It's, yeah. yeah it's, and it sounds like, like an argument about a senior discount at like a NASCAR event. Like nobody's getting the AARP percent off. Yeah, they're pretty angry. Yeah, and of course, if you remember this from the Bible, this is the part, of course, where Moses dances back and opens up the earth and swallows up whole families. And Estes Burkle is the only preacher I'm aware of that goes, yeah, fuck them families. <laughs> That's what they get for fucking that heathen. And, and the way that this is established is the same thunderclap sound effect 18 times in a row. <laughs> Pucker! Pucker! With, with 18 shots afterwards of, of different people yeah. going... Going, yeah, turning. <laughs> no one seems to know where the cameras is. Like, Estes hitting him is like, first one to find him gets to eat. So everyone's just like. Perker, perker, perker. Like, damn it. And, and this is. And this is definitely how an all powerful God would solve an argument, right? Because Moses right. is like, hey. I can't convince these people. I tried for like 25 seconds. I give up. Okay, let me kill most of them. Hold on. I'll kill most of them. Okay, they're dead. (laughs) Yeah, the the remaining ones. But of course, the reason we're learning this is because this is the first time that God sent people to hell in the Bible, which he didn't. I mean, like I've read the damn thing. It doesn't say hell. But the shot, the shots of them falling into the earth is the best. Everybody apparently in the movie, like it was on contract, they got a shot of them falling into the earth, sucking them in, and they went for it. They, like, one guy's doing the canoe into, like, the escalator, into the elevator. So beautiful. Well, and we cut immediately from that, right? So we've got all of this, like, people falling into the earth and dying. We cut immediately from that to Estes Pergel just going, no, now, come on. But yeah, he says, does this shock you? Yes, the actual thing is, does this shock you? I'm a provocateur, you see. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, we put dozens of dollars into the production of this. It had better shock. It had better shock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He basically offers up his quick justification for his weird Jesus slasher flick here, and then we get this. Uh, this I was preparing for a sermon some months back. Flashback that will last the entire rest of the movie. Now, don't worry. There are an inception level of nesting flashbacks here. So this flashback has flashbacks. Yep. But this is the flashback about the time when them hippie Christians came to his house. Hold on. He introduces his dad. Two young men came to visit me. These men are in their early 50s. They are in their early... I'm not joking. Not jo- It's Cheech and Chong. To be fair... But like now... Those guys were 18 and 19. It was just the 60s, and everyone lived to be 22. (laughs) Everyone just looked like they burned in the sun. And just, like, got too close to solar panels. 
In this scene, Perkle's tie is wider than his shirt. It <laughs> actually is a wider tie that goes out. Okay, it it looks like he has like a Spartan shield <laughs> around his neck. But the two hippie guys come in, and their basic point is like, Look, man, your Bible's too not groovy. We have Crystal Bible, <laughs> High Sea Bible, Moon Boots Bible. Man. Yeah, they're, they're talking about Dr. Long's makes prophecy simple. It's like his Dr. Long's idiot guides of prophecies, like what they're reading. And he's like, yeah, yeah we got it says all this stuff here. It's, we know. I, I desperately tried to figure out who the hell Dr. Long oh, was. Did some research? Yeah, but Google has no fucking idea who he's talking about. Like, this this was somebody who apparently Astor Spurgle thought it was important enough to make a whole movie to refute. And Google's like, who the fuck are you talking? You want, there's a podiatrist near you named Long. <laughs> That's about all I can do. You do get a hint that, like, 85% of Estes Perkle's movies are like, fuck you, Steve. Well, <laughs> this, this, but this whole movie is clearly, it's the equivalent, the 1970s equivalent of reenacting that time he owned that dude on Twitter. That's the entire flip. And, and the That's a bad thing. example. You should use an example of something that isn't super awesome. <laughs> that everyone totally admires. <laughs> and the best thing is Perkle's example, like his conception of sinners, like young, you know, whatever, going out and <laughs> sinning, are people who are still going door to door preaching Jesus. Yes. They're like, we want to talk to you about Jesus, but they just have the wrong version of yes. Jesus. Like, and then in the end, he's like, He's using all this slang that Perkle was clearly like, oh, God, what are the kids saying these days? Here's the skinny. Hell ain't real, daddy-o, can you dig? (laughs) So I'm going to go out and boogie on out of here. Catch you on the flip. That's like 80% of the words. I'm not even... No, yeah, that's pretty damn accurate. And this is the first time I wrote this down, but not the last. Noah, exactly when was the toothbrush invented? Because (laughs) none of these actors had one. This is... For their whole lives. It's great. Estes Burgles, I think he has perpendicular teeth. So it's, they're like well, Stonehenge. Some, they're some. like Stonehenge. It's crazy. They yeah, hover in the middle of his mouth, pointed sideways. There's like a magnet on one lip and a magnet on another. <laughs> it's, it's, and also, I think I the think, battery for it is in his tie. That's why. Oh, that, makes sense. that makes sense. That makes sense. Also, half of his face is five inches lower than the other half of his face. But like right down the middle... Like it was like it was like the stroke tool on Photoshop and they like <laughs> and they got it and he got custom glasses. Yeah, he's for like, he's like God did a bad edit, just like <laughs> <laughs> Also, can we really quick can we play name that race for this scene? Oh. The, there's there's the guy Mexican! with Mexican the... <laughs> I win. <laughs> For That's- the podcast listeners, there is no Mexican where he's just Or is there? <laughs> I don't think, as, as much as I hate to say this publicly, but yes, Heath, you can play Name That Race. Okay. Thank you. Oh, sure, but when the cop pulls us over on I-95, <laughs> Eli, be quiet. Eli, don't ask. Can I get? Can I take? I don't want to do this on air. Yeah, no. So we got you got the white guy with the perm, yeah. like the hairband. Race that's like Captain Hook. Is that a race? <laughs> that, oh, that's good. Is that, he looks like a real version of the cartoon Captain Hook. Like he's literally. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, All right. Yeah. So is that's, that a race? that's a race. Pirate, I believe, is a race. Yeah. yeah. No. All right. But what we're learning from this scene, of course, is that big, I, I have him down as Big Perm and Mister or in Doctor Gonzo. <laughs> yeah, Serpico. Okay. Serpico. Yeah, Serpico. What race good. is Al Pacino? <laughs> what? One of the good ones? Guys, tweet it out. Hashtag, what race is Al Pacino? <laughs> Just ruin his day. Because you know he's got an assistant who has to Google him. And if, 
everyone in the room tweeted that right now, we could fuck up some assistance week. He'd be like, I guess we need to cover this. You, Mr. Pacino, in the next you have interview. to respond to this. Mr. Pacino, we need to do a response to this. We, we, got, we got to get ahead of it. We got to get it. So, so the key on this scene, of course, though, is that these two are hippie Christians that don't believe in hell. They just believe in Jesus. And Estes Perkle is pissed. You know, because they, they do the whole, like, you know, well, in the in the Bible it says Sheol and not hell. And, of course, he knows his jujitsu. So he comes back and says, that's just a, oh, thank you, thank you. So he says, no, 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 it's the Old Testament. You're talking Old Testament shit. So he busts out his Greek New Testament, and he's like, read this, bitch. No, but it's even better because he doesn't. He's like, have you read it in the Greek? And they're like, no. And he's like, then whatever I'm saying is true. <laughs> <laughs> you never, there's no, they don't prove it. <laughs> no. Also, this, and this is the first time we get, well, of course, we got the choir at the beginning, but this is the first time we get a really good shot of just how ugly the humans in this thing are. Because they do, because like, then they cut to him going to his uh, well, sermon. Inception, <laughs> we need to know what layer we're in, right? What layer of Inception are we? I think we're back to present. <laughs> no, no, no. We're still in the, we we're, still? St- we're still in the, uh, these flashback? fellas came to see me flashback. The oh, entire okay. rest of the movie is in that flashback. Really? Oh, but he's preaching within that flashback. He's preaching about, well, he's. He, the, get out the, the chart. Get out the chart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Draw me a maze. I need a Glenbeck chalkboard. (laughs) But yeah, we get the first shots of his congregation here, and this is what Alex Jones sees every time he closes his eyes. (laughs) Just this congregation, just like, no, I'm an American. (laughs) Performance performance artist ever. And Noah has screen captures of a bunch oh, of these so people great. in the notes. It's fantastic. And we're going to jo- enjoy them in front of you right now. You don't <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. You guys don't know from oh, this end. It's really you should funny. have been part of the podcast. So, <laughs> so and of course, <laughs> we're having a great time. You've got to see this woman. This, this woman does tell the, what's her name in the beginning of the labyrinth to not go that way. Yeah. She does. She does. And we learn from Ethan five people. And we learn from Estes here that sixty people go to hell every minute. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Statistics prove. Yes. Statistics, yes. No, I, I think you're thinking. Yes. Of, I think you're thinking of counting. I don't think. You're, I don't think statistics doesn't prove. That. I think counting. Well, they haven't well, done like a Pew report from hell yet. So we have to. Well, he does out the math. He says six thousand people die every hour, right? Yeah. So therefore. 3,000 people go to hell every hour? Yeah, it's some ratio, it's, it's like a, it's hell like a, heaven per, ratio. It's was, like a percentile yeah. thing? Yeah. Like there's like a hell's bell curve? I don't know if there's a curve. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? How but does I, that work? 60 people going to hell every minute. Did anyone else picture just an exhausted angel just like, nah, nah, <laughs> fuck it, two at a time. <laughs> you just get paired up with some Indian child that didn't make it through birth. <laughs> They only had one room. (laughs) Is this part of it? (laughs) What am I going to pantomime with this baby? Andrew is furiously scribbling notes to hold up to Eli right now. In the middle of suing himself, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. He's still there. <laughs> if the laughs don't go well, he's still he's there. Th- he's, he's threatening you. He's threatening the invisible baby through you. Yeah. Wait, so but is this where he says, gone? Jesus declared hell to be an awful place. 
That's what his line. It's just, yeah. just awful. <laughs> <laughs> look to your left. Look to your right. 1.5 out of the three of you are going to hell. You want to get chopped in half? No, exactly. <laughs> Idiots. Math. So Math, bitches. <laughs> yeah, he proves it with the math and numbers now. So, so Perkle warns us, of course, that this very minute... As we speak, and this is true of this minute, too, by the way. <laughs> different minutes, but still true. This very minute, someone is heading towards hell. And on that line... Yes, yes, it's, it's yeah, Lucinda. exactly. It's Lucinda, everybody. So, it's Lucinda. <laughs> she is the one. She volunteered. She, but so you don't no, have to. No, yeah, yes, she was the first to talk. Um, but, of course, this is the cue to cut back to those, those two hippie missionaries. And they're on motorcycles. And they're behaving recklessly. Now, oh, I'm going to do so my good. impression of these guys oh, behaving so recklessly for you. Yeah, no, 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 no. Here's what it is. Here's what they're direct. I think I figured out their direction. The director was like, okay, you're riding motorcycles, but still pretend you're doing the last scene you were just in. <laughs> so, no, I'm not joking. So, Captain Hook is like mocking the preacher. Like, he's riding a motorcycle going, not joking. That is literally what he's doing. And then the other guy is like still in the scene. He's driving behind him, shaking his head. That's bad behavior. That's bad behavior. That's bad behavior. That, is, am I wrong? Am I, I, would, all, no, I would bet here. every penny I have that at some point in the writer's room, Estes Perkle was like, and then he's like, brr, 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 because these Christians can barely ride a motorcycle, let alone ride one dangerously. So their version of dangerously is enjoyably. Yes, yes. Whilst smiling. Yes, For fuck's mockingly. sake, they're wearing helmets. There wasn't even the law back then. Come on, guys. Yeah, but he's behaving recklessly. His friend falls behind because he's going too fast. Uh, Astroperm gets ahead. Dr. Gonzo falls behind. This is the, the whole movie right here. This, this is the real, crux oh my of God. the movie, what's about to happen. It is, <laughs> it's why this movie won an Oscar, actually. Go back. It's for this scene. Uh, still better than ordinary people, I guess. But, uh, but then Moonlight stole it. <laughs> Step ahead. <laughs> so, <laughs> you got a really not in this movie, no, no. Moonlight. Yeah, well, this was the 70s. Black we didn't give Oscars to movies with black people back then. So, so that oh, was who, too far. Who, me? Oh, God, North Carolina's drawing the line there? Really? <laughs> North Carolina? That's where we're drawing the line? Okay. Okay. Are you sure you didn't like that joke? So, <laughs> Andrew, right now, Andrew is Googling, can you hold a fake baby hostage and be arrested for it? Seriously, the Lexus Nexus. What's the case law on this? Eli's about to murder an invisible baby. I don't know. I don't, I don't trust this. <laughs> so, so our buddy, Dr. G Serpico, our buddy Serpico falls behind and then he starts coming back up. And wouldn't you know it, he comes across his buddy's motorcycle, which is wrecked in the street. Can I describe what just happened? Because it's beautiful. Please describe Please, what just it's happened. It's beautiful. So we get the cut from Captain Hook, who is still going, bow, da, bow, da, bow, da, bow, as he's driving. It cuts away right when it cuts. He was driving in the middle of the road, totally fine, great. Everything was fine. Cut! You hear, like, a, the Death Star explosions? <laughs> and we're to believe he was just vaporized in the middle of the street. We come back. Does anyone want to take this part? We no, come I back wish. to the scene, and Captain Hook's head is off in a helmet. He's just on the side of the road. That's why I said the best tree branch guillotine. He is, his head is just off. Like he, That's, what, he you know, like in, it happens when you wreck a motorcycle. Yeah, he, your head often falls and off. It is, well, what happened was he crashed into the first test from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, okay. It was just, All right. It was the only, only the penitent motorcyclist would pass. That's just for... 
for like five people again. Go ahead. It is the fakest fake head you have ever seen. Oh, it's, just it's a, a ketchup-covered ham in a helmet. It's like, just a, a basketball with a smiley face written on it. <laughs> just, Tom Hanks is Estes yelling Wilson. Wilson. in the background yelling at a prop guy just... <laughs> And for those people at home, Eli's doing funny things with his hands. Yes. <laughs> He's got the baby. He's got the baby. I don't know what he'll do. And also, even funnier than the decapitated motorcyclist is his friend's reaction. Oh, God. Oh, it's the Which best. is like when I realize I'm going to have to pay the two bucks of the ATM. He's, uh, He's just... just He's like mildly upset. His like afternoon got changed. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. He like crumples up like a ham sandwich. He made a second bag. Like, all right, fuck that. Then. <laughs> the extent of his. I acting, made two. Fine. The extent of his acting is. <sighs> yes. He just. He just. He just uh, my friend just got decapitated. That's about how I. Would that react. is so uh, inconvenient. Gosh. Again. And also his reaction after that, his then his reaction then is not let's call the police, let's no. do something. It's, what would you do next? What would you do next at that point? Your your friend has died. Where where would you what was your next Are you asking? Move? Yeah. Cuz 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 he's got a new hole where his head used to be and right. I don't think I should answer this. <laughs> Thomas, what would you do next? Well, so no one doesn't have to sigh, take the fifth amendment. Sigh, first I would sigh a little bigger. I'd be like, "Uh." <laughs> oh man. That's what I that's what I would do, right? What is is he made of fucking Lego though? I mean, how does this <laughs> but somebody but, look at this? <laughs> that's what it would be. No, but what he does what he actually does in the movie is he he's miraculously tri- teleported back to the church. Yes. That's, just, well that's what I would do for the record. <laughs> and he just walks in. You guys are assholes. And somebody is and he's very clearly gotten some water and, like, spritzed it on his eyes. Yes. And he's like, uh. And he well, walks in church. He goes to church. And also, so he goes to Estes Burgle's church. And this guy is vaguely Al Pacino race, whatever that is. And looks everyone like Pedro in... from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Just... All right. Yep, yep. That, that is yes. that character's name. Yep. No, yeah, you got it. I voted it. for him. All right. So... So he walks into the church, and everyone in this church is very clearly uncomfortable with a slightly brown person being there, and they're not even trying to hide it. It's the everyone in the church, because they're obviously not good actors, so everyone in the church is just like... <laughs> Eli is now doing funny things with his lips. <laughs> and Estes, who is just like intuited that his friend died, is like, why don't you have a seat right here? And the woman behind, not next to him, watch this movie, watch this movie only for this moment. The woman behind him looks so mad that someone with a last name that ends in a Z is going to sit in her church. She is memorizing that pew number. Kind of like Lucinda right now. Yes, sir. So, yeah, so he goes straight to church, and he tells Estes Burgle that his buddy's dead. Now, Estes Burgle's reaction, he goes, eh, my buddy that was with me when I came by earlier, he died. And, and Estes like, yeah, he's in hell. That fella's yeah. in hell. And that's his honest reaction. The guy goes, do you think my friend's yeah. in hell? And he's like, oh, getting his balls kicked by an iron boot, sir. <laughs> well, I had, because he asked him, actually asked him, I got to know. I got to know, preach. 
is, is my buddy in a grave? And I'm like, not if you just left his body there, you dumbass. <laughs> He's just sitting there where you left him a second ago. And he is He's not even going to get you a we, grave. We cut back to that later, and he still <laughs> sitting. He's still the sitting. He hasn't done anything. It was the 70s, different time. Meanwhile, Body's 1970s, Thomas is there. Oh, my God, oh my God, look at this. <laughs> yeah, I drove by and got out of my car. Ah! Oh, my God. Oh, my God, this guy's up. That's what I would do. The yeah. funniest thing I've ever heard is Thomas doing that scream, so now I'm going to kill all his friends and family so I get to enjoy it. <laughs> As if you weren't going to do that anyway. Yeah, right. Now you just have an you excuse. You prankster. <laughs> so. It's always joshing. And apparently... Let me finish. A fi- <laughs> all right, so... And, and apparently, Astus doesn't feel like he's really because because his buddy's like uh, you know he's like your friends in hell and he's like um, he's like well you know all my other friends are there too right so at least you'll have that and like no no it's all terrible and he so he has to go off on all the things that aren't in hell and he goes like hell is not going to have any sunsets hell is not going to have any movies I'm like my hell is going to have movies you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is going to be way. he's like hell ain't going to have no family vacations family vacations <laughs> look I think I'm not alone in this room when if I showed up to hell and they were like yeah it's a family vacation we'd all be like sure no that's <laughs> this little dude's coming Gupta this is my mom she's a bitch <laughs> It's like radio, mom. It's it's funny Where people download because his because his mom is a bitch. Hey, I just called your mom a bitch. Or do we have to edit that out? Ah, okay, good. That's not getting you well, out of the you will or anything. Thank you for reliving like the conversation that every podcaster in this room has had to have with their mom. Yeah. It's every single one. Yes. Everyone. No, do a lot of people listen to it? No, you just all sign up. <laughs> I'll sign up for you. Just and it, well, then will I know when you're uh, uh, recording? No, it'll just download. Just uh, I, never mind. I don't have when a job. When do I I'm, call? I'm unemployed. In. I'm unemployed. <laughs> when do I? Yes. When do I call? And I want to say hi. <laughs> you swear so much. <laughs> you're so funny. You don't need to swear. What happened to that baby? <laughs> <laughs> He's fine, Mom. I have done nothing to him in pantomime yet except bring him on vacation. Yep. So. Also, I love to, I love this line, too, because Purgle's, like, looking at uh, Serpico now that he's really got his attention or whatever. And he says, you may have done some bad things. This is the actual example he uses. He goes, you may have been rude to somebody who is handing out Jesus tracks by a grocery store. I'm like, is that just a random example there, Estes? Are you speaking from experience, bro? <laughs> But, of course, that was an invitation to a yes. flashback within the flashback. Yes. Okay, good. Yes, of, of evil dimension Bill Nye passing out Bible tracts. So I have him as cartoon a of a fast? history professor. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Is time a tenth as fast in this layer of hell that yeah, we're in? Because it felt like it. It felt, it felt definitely like time. Yeah, was. Fi- this was a 58-minute movie that took me two weeks to watch. I'm yeah, sure. right. <laughs> it's because of the fucking Inception levels. Yeah. yeah, that must be it. So, yeah, so, so apparently this now is Dr. Uh, Serpico. Uh, uh, yeah, we're going to go with Serpico. This is Serpico remembering the time he was angry or he was mean to the Bible. So this is a memory of another person within a flashback of a different person be as told by a third person. And by the way, this is their version of being mean to a street preacher. Offer me a pamphlet. Would you like this this pamphlet, Eli? Oh, thank you. That's it? <laughs> That's Fuck it! You. That's it! 
They're literally just like, no, nah, thanks, man. And then they walk into church. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly. So his conception of every sinner is they still go to church. It's just not quite right. Like, is that the wrong Well, church? yeah, no, they're like, we're, we're theologically liberal, motherfucker. And that's that's evil enough for him. And, and by the way, that is the only purpose that this flashback serves. That they didn't take my pamphlet. Those guys are going to hell, too. The problem of the world is medium Christians. <laughs> that's, that's what's happening here. Yep. Yeah, of course. And, he, and then we go back to him doing his sermon, which is, I think, second-level flashback. Yeah. Well, I, I, no, are you and I in a flashback right now for this movie? I, I can't t- I've actually lost my sense of reality from watching yeah. this movie. <laughs> so, and then he, he starts talking about, we've got to get another hell flashback. And this is probably my f- second favorite Third, this is a good part. Uh, it's hard to rank. They get really good by, before it's over. But this is where we get the reenactment of um, uh, Belshazzar going to hell from the book of Daniel. Oh, oh this is, And this great. is the first time we actually see hell mm-hmm. close up. Yeah. And now, hell is yelling women covered in chocolate sauce. Mm. Yeah. Which is weird because I'm now super okay with going to hell. <laughs> Put chocolate sauce on yourself and reason count. Yeah, they all have different ways that they're experiencing being in hell. Like, they're like, oh, suffering. And one guy's version of burning in the flames of hell is he just crosses his eyes back and forth. Did you notice yes, this guy? Yes, yeah. He just goes, well, it's just back and forth. Like, the, you're on fire? That's your fire? fire. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I could do another impression. Here's me in hell. Ah! Ah! Now well, they're like silent. Yeah, we eyes. are gonna have to kill his family. That's good stuff, <laughs> right? <laughs> guys, sorry, Lydia. <laughs> guys, if there's anything we want you to walk away with tonight, kill Thomas Smith's family <laughs> and record it. <laughs> Facebook has a whole thing for that, by the way. That's good. Oh, so, oh I'm goal. sorry. Oh. Too soon. Whoa! I caught the guy. <laughs> Andrew will be hearing from my lawyer. <laughs> So Just Andrew gets in a mirror, starts tracing his lips with lipstick. <laughs> he's required. Actually, I answered that on the bar. He's required when he sees himself to be a, like, yeah, he dresses as another character. Yeah, and he right. has to do a scene. Well, I think you can just have a like a green tie and yeah. then do a like red and blue. But he doesn't. He goes all out. Yeah, he, he goes all out. Well, that's why we hired that's him. Yeah. Exactly. Also, would anyone like to comment on the physical appearance of the demons in hell? Oh, well, he's just a French clown. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Which, who's, who's kind of pissed about working at Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah, And it's amazing because he could not be more bored to be a demon. He's just like, all right, welcome to hell. What do you want to fucking ruin? There's, oh, I don't know. There's it's, the pee fountain. We don't have enough rooms. Here's your Indian baby. Um, <laughs> you might want to cover yourself in chocolate sauce. Seems to be a thing. <laughs> Can we talk about the message of the scene, though, which is, again, to go back, that there's no friendship in hell. Right. And the way we see this is that the king sees his old, like, subject or whatever suffering, and he's like, hey, buddy, and the guy's like, go away. And the king, the whole message is the king is hurt. He's burning in the fires of hell, and he's like, that guy didn't wave to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> he didn't accept my hell I mean, friend it's really, request. it's hot, and yeah, I'm being tortured, but, like, come on, man. Also, but, but to be fair, are we being, there's fire, there's some... There's some 
fire. There's as but much you just, fire as the budget allowed. Yeah. There's like it's like but, a there's like a nice bonfire. Well, right, but it's like not step like, away. Just move like the whole. All yes. my notes are like move like four feet. Yeah. Back. They're, they're not like, on fire. They're, 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 they're not on fire. How did all that chocolate sauce get put on their face, dummy? I had of course they're on fire. I hadn't thought it through as well Thank as Thomas. You. Yeah. So this is why we instruct people to kill his family. <laughs> He's mouthy. <laughs> and now. It feels racist, right? <laughs> it's not, because he's white, but he's <laughs> And now we are now he's gonna, I guess Estes Burgle had to to tag in. <laughs> Just you need a minute. He needs a minute. You say it. Okay. So and and this is where Estes has to tag in a separate preacher, a different fire and brimstone preacher. So this is where we meet Dr. Jack House. This was confusing. I think what happens is it's meant to be like another guy's going to speak, but that he wasn't there that day. So they're like, let's hear from another guy. So it cuts, but then the audience is the same. Mm-hmm. It's just really confusing. But the, the inception levels, again, the chart, refer to the chart behind Yeah, me. exactly. Sorry, exactly. listeners at home, you can't but the tell. Guy, but the message that Dr. Jack House wants to send is if there was no hell... He would rape everyone he could. Oh, this guy. This is a hostage video. Yes. They, go, they cut to a hostage video and he goes, guys, I'm really scared of hell right now. Like, I, I don't know what God will do. I, all I know is I'm convinced there's a hell and just do whatever he says because there's a hell and I'm going to be there. Okay, bye. Back to you, Estes. Just ex- expect him to hold up a newspaper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they are not going to let me go unless and, I convince and- you. And House's entire point is, look, someday ye will be in hell, and every and everyone will be like, let us out. And God will be like, all right. <laughs> but wait, wait for it. Then send you right the fuck back in again. <laughs> but you get a nice little afternoon. Right. Not in hell. Fuck, I yeah. want that day where just like people have been burning for 65 million years. They're next to a guy who just got there. And they're like, he's like, oh, this is the day we get out and go back in. Oh, yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> no backsies. No backsies. <laughs> the point of it is just to add standing in line to your tortures. Like, okay, everybody file out. Yeah, right, stand in right. Line yeah, exactly. To come back the in. turnstiles and whatnot. And then, of course, and, and then we go, he, he, you know, throws it back to Astis Perkle for the headlines or whatever. And uh, it, then he says, Esther Sperkle says, now I bet you remember another time when some other crusty white feller said the same damn thing to you. And then this triggers another memory from Serpico where he remembers some other old crusty white guy saying the exact same thing to him. Uh, this is where I like apparently like some old girlfriend of his has, had talked him into going to the uh, to church with him. Uh, God, I wish I could show you guys the lovely, lovely lady that played the mom here. <laughs> she looks I am- so stupid. <laughs> She looks stupid. Yeah, she does. <laughs> um, but of course, this scene features more all-white choir singing, which is nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we get back to Estes, and Estes really wants us to know, and this will be a theme for the next 14 minutes of this movie, the worst thing about hell is going to be the worms. Yep. The, the tormenting up now, worms. Because yeah. up until now, hell has been... Pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah. But now there's worms. I, just, I wanted them to cut to Serpico in the back of the car with a worm, just like, not touching. Can't get mad. Not touching. <laughs> I like that we're getting the timeshare pitch of hell. I'm eating the steak dinner, but I'm not signing anything yeah. at the end of it. <laughs> but don't eat. There's more. There's also worms. The worms will be itchy. Yeah. And, and uh, by the way, they don't just cover you with worms on top. 
it's under you. Yes, too. he says that. He mentions yeah. that specifically. In case you were thinking your underside would be comfortable. Because the worm first guy wise, the show has a couple no. of worms on him, and his hand is right there okay. like, oh, there's nothing I can do about this. Yes. Just, just, yes. just give All a little. All of their hell shit is just wipe little, your face yeah, issues. Just, just give a little. <laughs> like, I mean, because they're all wearing clothes, right? So they're all covered in liquid shit. So you're just like, why wouldn't you just go? Just brush. Just, At yeah. least. And then they show the guy who's got maggots all over his face. Yes, they show that. That's why they didn't let me use clips. Um, so they got this guy with maggots all over his face. And again, it's just like. Just, yeah, just give it a I mean, time. it's unpleasant. I don't want to have to flick maggots off my face. But it's better than leaving them there. <laughs> like like some racist is going shit. Like it's going to be like everywhere on my face. Like, all right, Siri, cancel the rapings. I was not. I'm going gonna, gonna to go back to Mar-a-Lago. I don't want to do them anymore. <laughs> And what's amazing is Estes has an argument that I don't know yeah. who he's having it with, but all of a sudden, by the way, about half of this movie, he's turned sideways, and they're like, Estes, turn! And he's like, nope, fuck you. So he's sideways, and he starts to argue about whether the Greek actually yeah. meant worm. Yes. And he's like, no, hear me out. The word worm is in the Bible 44 times, and he means fucking worms. He doesn't mean... Yeah, he's like, skolex. They very clearly use skolex, yes. which means maggot. Who was the was like, one guy that was convinced by that? He was like, oh, my God, skull legs. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this is a guy. No, you say that, but very clearly. I, I noted this. He thought he wasn't when he there. said skull legs means maggot, it panned to a guy, and the guy went, yeah. No, yes. Yeah. Yes, Damn, I've had it wrong for so long. And this is his actual, this is Estes Perkle's actual line. He's Again, he's trying to convince us about how bad hell is going to be. He's talking about the maggots on our faces. And he goes, Imagine the smell and the itchiness. <laughs> like, really? That's what you have? Hell is uncomfortable. It's very itchy. <laughs> have you ever Hell had is... an itchy butthole on a date, but she's totally looking? <laughs> it's like that. Skull. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and then, of course, since we're already on the subject of worms... We have to go to the, the Herod flashback. Oh, this is great. Herod's oh. coronation, which was attended by fives of people. Yes. <laughs> There's literally, and the applause. Everyone at that barbecue, yeah. yeah. Um, the last guy in the fucking PGA Tour got a better clap than yes. that. <laughs> Herod's fucking coronation. Yeah, so Herod comes out, and of course, Herod claims he's every bit as good as God, so God strikes him dead and, has, and devours him with worms. And we watch this happen. Yeah, everybody just watches. Now, yeah, now, not only does... Do we watch as an audience, but all the people at the coronation watch until this body is completely devoured <laughs> by worms. That takes like a couple hours. Yeah, that yeah. takes like a couple hours. They sent their kids back for like food and water. Yeah, go get to the house. I need to watch this for like three months. I wanted a popcorn guy to walk in front. Popcorn, popcorn. <laughs> watch Herod get devoured by worms before you die of rickets. Popcorn. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, at that time period... A worm eating is like the most exciting thing that ever happens. It's like, yeah, well, son, there's, there's also that. Me. I'm 14 years old, which means I'm about to die. <laughs> there's a real pattern in this movie of people dying and no one doing anything about it. Like, just, I guess he's just going to be there. He's yeah, dead. yeah, it happens quite a bit. Um, so we get that flashback, and now we're going to move on to the flashback that's going to suck up most of the rest of this movie. Again, this is a third level in case you're trying to keep uh, track on your chart at home. This is a third level flashback. Um, this is the one where we get the story of Lazarus and the rich man. Oh, man. Who we will call for this story, Diabetes. 
<laughs> he's well, called diabetes, right? Diabetes. He keeps saying something. It's and I diabetes, but... But, but I love, too, that he has to start it off going like, and for the purposes of this story, even though the Bible does not name the man, we're going to call him deities because even us dumb fucks are better at storytelling than the fellows that wrote the Bible. Kind of have to have <laughs> names for your characters. Um, so, yeah, and then, of course, and he, and he goes, now some people will tell you this is just a parable, and those are fucking liars! <laughs> That's his... His Which is weird there. because Jesus was like, hey, guys, I've got a parable for you. <laughs> yes. Rita, he's just like, all right, Tell I'll me if you've heard up. this parable before. I'm going to give you an additional me. Yeah, exactly. An Irish, a Catholic, and an Indian baby. <laughs> Andrew's giving me the next joke symbol. We have one worked out. So, yeah, he's, so he apologizes as this next bit might not be 100% historically accurate. <laughs> and we, int- we introduce this rich guy, Diodes. Um, and he likes to take trips but and with his friends, but not so he can hang out with his friends, so he can show off how rich and powerful he is. Um, and then, oh, sorry, lost myself in my notes. What everyone Thomas, was thinking, take it over. Yeah, what everyone was thinking is, do we get any more brilliant music in this movie? <laughs> and the answer is yes. First off, one of the women singing, my note was, oh, she still has the face-eating maggot make. Oh, no, that's... that's nope, just, that's just what whoa, she looks whoops, like. Sorry, sorry. And, uh, if you're mistake. trying to picture what this heart music sounds like... Oh, my God. Imagine Thomas just found a dead body, right? Yes, ah, that's step ah, one. And then they hand him a harp for the first time in his life. Ah, ah, yes, yes. Ah, 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 ah. That's exactly right. My note is... It's like, it's like, you know, the sirens from the Odyssey, it's the inverse of that. Like it's zero fucking sailors were ever snared by them. Nobody goes to their rocks. They're just like, come on. Yeah, no, I, I had a lot of screeching eels notes there. She's playing an authentic instrument from the time period called the most annoying jangly fucking nonsense you've ever heard. I think yeah, was, yeah. There's a reason why we upgraded our instruments since like 5600 BCE. Yeah. Um, so, but this is, this is where Diodes comes across some of like Jesus's disciples and whatnot. And he has to come over there and say, hey, Jesus motherfucker is full of shit, y'all. He was full of shit. Well, first, I think he has a very candid moment that I don't know if it was in the script. Because he comes and goes, what is this fucking shitty music? Am I right? Like, you, no, really, he does. He's like, yeah. what is this? What yeah. is and they're like, no, this is part of the movie. Oh, uh, uh, Jesus. Uh, uh. Keep rolling. <laughs> Keep rolling. That was the most natural acting we've gotten thus <laughs> yes, far. Right, right. You're crushing it. Don't <laughs> stop. Use it. <laughs> so, so, and and this is, and then of course the lady eventually stops with her harp nonsense. Eventually, and then the MC that they apparently have for this discipleship throws things over <laughs> to Nathaniel. Pulls a little Bobby C over there. All right, folks. I'm just going to improvise, and it'll be pretty good, I'm sure. I'm not going to write anything down. I'm just going <laughs> to... In case you can't tell, he's flipping me the bird. You can't always tell because of the, uh, the finger thing. <laughs> and we, we come to Nathaniel, and Nathaniel's face... Again, just watch this movie for the people in it. Nathaniel's face comes to a point. He looks like as a fetus, there was a pencil sharpener accident. The mom was like, I'm just going to take him out for a minute. Just what could go? Nathaniel, you're going to be in Christian movies. You're totally right. I have my note. 
totally right. My note is that his two front teeth are fighting each other like it's Israel-Palestine. And there, it's two teeth that both want a one-state solution to this problem, so they're both... They're really, they come to a point and they combine. They're yeah. rubbing. They're in different, ru- it's like a shark with a meth habit. They're yeah, like fighting yeah. each other from different and there's, directions. there's some teeth settlements that they shouldn't be building around elsewhere in the mouth, but it's, that's basically the metaphor. Yeah. No, it's literally that. It's literally yeah. that. It's, it's, yeah. If you guys aren't picturing sharks just hanging around a gas station like, what's up, man, you got a dollar? <laughs> Eli, it wasn't. And then, of course, if, uh, that, you're not the woman he married. Um... <laughs> And then, of course, somebody, uh, like, he, he's deities is wandering off to some gladiatorial combat or whatever. And this is where he runs into Lazarus, who's going to ask him for something to eat, but very slowly. That's how they, that's how they do, like, I, I'm, I'm poor and I'm hungry, is every word comes exactly. out. Just because they had to fill 57 minutes, I believe. Yeah, they need to get to that crucial 57th minute. Yeah, really exactly. Make it a respectable film. Yeah, exactly. A feature length, yeah. Um, but uh, Dieties go, goes all GOP on his ass, and he's yeah. like, uh, hey, you seem like you could be working. Yeah. It's like, I have maggots crawling out of my face. Folks he, he, won't hire me. He thinks begging for food is like a scam by big poverty. <laughs> right. like, all right. And what I love about Lazarus's argument here is he's like, I know what my body looks like, but my soul's abs are like, <laughs> and by the way, music I note, have the soul of a capoeira instructor. <laughs> <laughs> music so note, this is all underscored by the Aladdin theme. It's seriously, yes. here's like Arabian yeah. night. It's just the entire thing. <laughs> so diabetes oh, yeah, acid, Are you ready for your solo? Hold on, hold on. We need some musical accompaniment. <laughs> So Diabetes asks him, why, if Jesus is so great, why hasn't he bought Lazarus a Bowflex? <laughs> and Lazarus' answer is like, eh. Yes. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go watch people stab each other in lions and well, shit. But, okay, but he says, he says first, he's like, all right, bring this guy some bread, but stale bread. Stale bread. Stale bread. It's very important. Um, so, yeah, and then he wanders off to go see the gladiatorial combat, and he's enjoying the hell out of it, but he's very worried that that damn bum is still going to be there when he walks <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we've all had that moment where you walk past, the, and he's, like, a little aggressive, and you got to go back, and you're just like, oh. And you tell your all friends, the way up to 15, like, I'm going to hit him with my dick if I see him again. I'll do it. I'm going to fucking do it. Watch. Watch. I'll do it. Mushroom tattoo. Heath also gets in trouble on Facebook. <laughs> Homeless people, gross. <laughs> you all didn't laugh enough at Heath's joke. So, all right, now I'm getting the wrap it up symbol from, uh, from uh, Andrew. So apparently this is the time to leave you guys in suspense. That means we're going to pause for a quick break. But before we do, i got to give Act 3 the hard sell. Will the owners of the hotel kick us out before we wrap this up? Do you think the caterers had any clue what the fuck they were getting into? Is the state legislature currently drafting a law that'll make our breakfast club clothes illegal? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the aberrant conclusion of The Burning Hell. Hey guys, welcome to Food Poisoning. I'm Skylar. Can I take your order? It's incredibly loud in here. I know, right? Hey, uh, can we be seated not next to a bachelorette party and a group of guys who seem to have chosen a restaurant as a location to cheer for sports? No, because that's literally every other table here. Oh, wow. It is. They're, like, staggered. Oh, they are. Yeah, we do that on purpose. Anyways, what can I get you guys today? 
I'm just looking for some fresh, delicious food. Oh, did you guys order Blue Apron? Every time. Right? Because Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. We know. We know. They deliver fresh, pre-proportioned ingredients along with easy-to-follow step-by-step recipes to your door. But what do you guys have? Ooh, we have our poppin' fun time poppers. Okay, what are those? They're frozen jalapeno poppers. They come in bags, like literal plastic bags of reheated food. That Mm. doesn't sound great. They're not great. Well... You came to a national chain that decides what servers wear. What did you expect? You're, you're smiling, but you, you still seem incredibly unfriendly. It's not... I know, right? Okay. How does spinach and fresh mozzarella pizza with olives, bell peppers, and ricotta, salada sweet and sour salmon with bok choy, carrot and ginger fried rice, parmesan-crusted chicken with creamy fettuccine and roasted broccoli, or... Baby broccoli and fontina paninis with hard-boiled egg and arugula salad sound. Uh, well, that actually sounds amazing. You know, I, I think I'm going to have no, 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 the, th- those are just upcoming meals on Blue Apron, aren't they? They are. That is exactly every what they are. time. Can you please just tell me the menu? Absolutely. You can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash godawful. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash godawful. You know we meant here, Skylar, obviously. Okay. We've got uh, chicken that'll make you sick, pasta that won't help you lose weight even though it's our diet option, and steak for peasants. I hate it here. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Okay, I'm going to wander off and you'll literally never see me again. Enjoy the music, which is somehow all Smash Mouth. Ooh, they have ultimate drinks. Keith Enright. Whoa. Welcome to hell. Oh, wait. This is it? This is hell? What do you mean, this is it? Yeah, this this is hell. No, it's 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 bad, I guess. Looks like there's there's fire. So. Yeah, yeah, tons of fire. And, and and look at all the screaming people covered in poop or something. It, is that poop? I'm not sure. Okay. Do, do you guys like hand out poop or do people use their own? What's what's the protocol there? I don't I don't know, man. People just kind of end up covered in poop. It's weird that you're like Heath, making me the Heath. Now you will suffer. Watch what becomes of friendships in the fires of hell. How's it going, bro? Eh, not bad. Not bad. How about you? Uh, you know, it's it's hot. Mm-hmm. But 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 if you spread poop on yourself, it cools you right down. Oh, smart. Oh fuck! Is that why you guys do that? Yeah. Why why did you think Makes we sense. did it? I don't know. Sorrow. Sorrow. Um. Do you spread? poop on yourself when when you're sad? Is that <laughs> no, you? no. 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 He puts on kabuki makeup, don't you, Alan, when you get sad? Holy shit. Your name is Alan? Yeah, okay. it is. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. And it's not makeup. I'm a demon. And this is what my face looks like. All right, Alan. It looks like a ton of makeup. It, and that's because it's makeup. It's not make. Mostly it's not makeup. Whatever, Alan. Come on, Heath. I'll show you around. A lot of cool people for you to meet. Yeah, I bet. Ah. Uh, gonna spread poop on my face (laughs) (laughs) all right uh beauregard hickens you're next oh that's me 
I got to tell you, Phil, I'm pretty excited about being in a real live flicker show. Well, movies. You're, you're an extra, so that doesn't really count, but good. And, and a Christian movie at that. Why, my mama sister's going to be so proud. Yeah, so we're going to need you to get made up right away. All right, made up. That sounds kind of faggy, but that's okay. I'm getting paid almost minimum wage, and I'm spreading the gospel of the good Lord Jesus. Woo-wee. All right, so if you'll just smear these maggots all over your face, that'd be perfect. I, I'm sorry, come again? Yeah, going to need them just all up in your nose, crawling along your eyes, you know, just like everywhere. I, I'm afraid I don't know, feller. Uh, why in the gumption would I have maggots on my face? Yeah, this is a movie about hell. You're in hell, and hell people have maggots on, on their face, apparently. Well... Well, well, them folks over there are going to be in hell, too, and all they had to do was put that caramel syrup on their faces. That's exactly what they told them it was. Yeah, but you're doing maggots. Well, no, sir, I'm afraid I ain't. Fine, uh, you're dismissed. Uh, just like that? I mean, can I be an angel or something? Um, if you want to be an angel in hell with maggots on his face. Well, you, I did never. Good day, sir. Okay, great. Uh, next up... Eli Bosnick. Eli Bosnick, you're next. Ah, that's me. All right. We're going to need you to put these maggots. Um, I all brought over your my face. own. I brought mine. I have where, mine right where, here. You, where did those even come from? Did You don't want to know. I, I do not. But if you smell them, you can guess. Pocket? <laughs> it is my pocket. <laughs> that's where like I keep pouch. my poop. <laughs> it's my poop face mirror. pocket. <laughs> And we're back at ReasonCon in Hickory, North Carolina. Now, when we last left our heroes, maggot-faced Lazarus was being all holier than thou and fucking up some rich dude's banquet plans. I believe we can pick it up from there. Uh, and this is... Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes I just have to like e Eli will copy shit into my notes to try to make me say it, and I I just I just I just found one. So, oh no, no, you, yeah, talk to this guy. Talk to this. Andrew. Say it. It it it, yeah. it no guys. This is believe our lawyer, me. attorney Buzzkill. Yeah, believe me, this is felonious in nature. Ask me later when there's no possible way that it can be. Uh, yeah, you should. So, I'm not allowed, as it turns out, to give you specific instructions on how to kill world leaders. <laughs> it's like they thought of this, like they saw Eli coming. Um, I have three clues for you. <laughs> I don't. It's a felony. <laughs> I was given a severe talking to. I was told to break character. So. <laughs> I'm not a character. So. <laughs> there will be a custody hearing where you uh, contradict. He lies a lot future. like Alex Jones. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I have an so, argument now. For my eventual messy divorce. <laughs> No, she loves that I'm on Twitter 19 hours a day. It's great. <laughs> Best marriages are meant on... What? So, Eli stole my shorts, by the way. I did. Stole them. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm getting those back. Guys, 
Yeah, and we're we're we're. Hey, you you guys weren't expecting us to actually wrap up on time, were you? Good. Cool. <laughs> we're arguing about shorts instead. I'm good. It's so, <laughs> fine. We'll talk about it later. So they're Moving. really nice. They're comfortable. Fine. <laughs> you know, I was doing lunges in them. I'm so not this happy. This is important stuff. This piece is rubbing up inside your armor. Yeah, I no, will I shit myself in these shorts. <laughs> Don't, don't cheer for him, guys. You are underestimating how far he'll go to make an audience happy. So, there's a Waffle so, House across the street. It's not hard. So now we cut to uh, still Dianne's, want him back. I'm still trying, back. guys. I really am trying. Usually, I get to cut all of this out later. Um, they're dying to know what happened to Diades. Yeah, right? Just, so Really, they need to know. So Diades is at a banquet where everyone looks like a various stage of potato blight. <laughs> this is where we meet Diades' harem. Were they going for, like, the Stepford Wives factory had cutbacks? What, I mean... They were going for, like, the Honda of Stepford Wives. Like, you, you price shop there, but then you're like, we can't really afford a Stepford Wife. How about a Stoneberg Wife? <laughs> Made in China. It's fine. The warranty is, well, we didn't call it in. <laughs> so, so they're partying, right? And, mm-hmm. and this film is made by people who don't know what that is. So their version of that is everyone feeds each other wine. And then they, it's like you can't just drink your own drink. Someone has to, yes, it's that. Tom's getting jealous. <laughs> He's frame still there. Frame. Don't turn on me. So. Now, of course, as this, and, and yes, and that, that was my note on it, too, is that apparently partying to these guys is everyone has a, 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 a glass in hand at all times, and they're laughing. That's sinful partying to these people. <laughs> now, of course, while they're doing that, uh, Lazarus dies and gets courted off to heaven. Oh, gosh. Which we actually, I, 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 again, I love the angel shots. I wish I could show them to you. This is where we meet homeless Santa God. But the, the, the shot of Lazarus, Lazarus rising up from yeah. his own. Oh. It's just a guy standing yeah. behind another guy or like laying behind another guy. And he just like awkwardly stands yes. up yes. behind the shot. of, <laughs> And he like accidentally elbows the other guy. Like, uh, and the guy's like, oh, stop, Dave. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, keep it in. That's so real. That's real acting. Keep it in. Yeah. So, yeah. And of course, all of Lazarus's face vaginas are cured, and his and his soul is even is like clean shaven. Apparently, that's the difference. And he's also now Asian a little bit. Apparently, on your way to heaven, they give you dollarshaveclub.com. Yeah. Forward slash scathing atheist. That was a free one, Dollar Shave Club. You're welcome. <laughs> Which is good because it's not forward slash scathing atheist. Good. So. <laughs> they get pissed him. about that one. But someone comes in and tells Diades, like, he's put a lot of effort into this one homeless guy. Like, he's like, I want eyes on him. I want you to tell me the minute this homeless man does anything. And so they come and report, like, he just died. He just died. Just, oh, excellent. Awesome. Mobilize. Mobilize. <laughs> yeah. Team Red, go. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. And also, we get a very brief image of heaven here. And my first note here was, huh, heaven only has white people. Yeah, but it's a lot like a clan meeting. It's yeah, it is. They're all in white robes. The, the dressing, the people, the racial makeup. Yeah. 
And but but then but I thought that was racist at first, and then I remembered that only white people are in hell too. There were just only white people in this movie. Well, white people and pirate races? Did we decide? Oh well, that? pirate races. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. White and pirate people. Yeah, but of course that's about all the happiness and joy Perkle can take. So now we have to get back to the rich man and the hellbound shit. I just want to say though, because they portray heaven, and the benefits are for everyone who wants to go to heaven, you sit by a guy. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and oh, there's one more. There's water. Yes, yeah, yes, there is. Wa- they're like all you can eat water or drink or whatever. <laughs> just as much water as you want at a, at a toga party at a nursing home yeah, plus, well, water. A, yeah, yeah. 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 plus water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All I'm saying water. is the Muslims give you comfy couches too. Free so. water in heaven. So that's <laughs> if you think if you're if you're and still raisins. considering. Yeah, no, they give you raisins. Who's read the Quran? A milk river. Who's read the Quran? Hands up. All right, no. you guys are not going to be able to fly home. No. <laughs> So, nice. you haven't. I'm glad Thomas likes my that jokes. Was a, that was a good so, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, we, we, so now he's got to go back to the, um, the party, right? He's like, the party that Diades was at was in full swing. And, of course, I'm expecting naked Romans slathered in vegetable oil, cutting lines and shit. But, no, it's still just. <laughs> yeah, they're just giggle. They're just, yeah. they, they drink and just giggle. Giggle drinking. <laughs> That's that's it. That's their partying. Oh and no, then, no, there's there's also you notice there's a periodic howling sound. That's yes, that yeah. happens at parties. <laughs> also, that's, that's how exactly Thomas it. parties. <laughs> also, by the way, do you see the the rap we were doing with the the drink? They somebody went for a double rap. That's and realized that's their crazy. arm wasn't long enough. They They're just like, go, yeah. keep what it in, keep it in. And they didn't do it. How would you even? They, they tried it. They, they tried, tried it for like a minute. Complete it, and they're like, keep it in. That goes in the movie. That goes in the movie. Yep, yep. The kind of shit drunk folks do. And, of course, this is where Diades dies. Mm. And they Middle immediately the have the funeral. Yes. Immediately. Like, everyone just throws the sheet on him, and they're like, we're doing this. Fuck it. <laughs> nope. Monday night football's on in ten minutes. We're not doing this now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll light him on fire. Do a eulogy. Yeah, and the eulogy, by the way, is... <laughs> that was beautiful, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, the eulogy is delivered by Caiaphas, and he yes. looks exactly like the animated version of God from Monty Python. Exactly. Yeah. It's like his eulogy is like stop groveling, stop groveling. It's that. yeah, no, it is. No, but his, his actual eulogy, his actual eulogy is well. Now <laughs> this here fellow is way too busy for church and Jesus love and Jesus doesn't exist yet, but that doesn't matter to these people. <laughs> but I bet all them big donations are going to get him to heaven. That's the, that's his, the message. Words are, I'm pretty sure God will understand he was a busy man. Yeah, exactly. Those are exact words. Those God, are the like, real. God does not a stickler. Right? He's like, I was busy. I couldn't go to church. But, but Perkle assures us that no, that will not be enough to get him to heaven. So we have to go back to hell to see his, his arrival there. Of course, that starts with more shit-stained screaming. And boy, did the rich man wish he was Lazarus then. But I was going to say, up until then, I thought this was the good character because he just looked like he lived a kick-ass party life and went out at the top <laughs> of his game. Yeah. Like he just was like, he partied to death. Like, he's the, that guy from Futurama or something. I was like, go this guy. <laughs> and the best thing about this is that the, the angle Estes wants us to get from this is that Abraham himself from heaven will like neener neener at the hellbound. Yeah. <laughs> so diabetes is like, hey, what am I doing down here? And, and Abraham's like, <laughs> <laughs> so good. 
And then his brothers show up and they do more. It's like if you, there's purple nurples in hell. There's titty twisters. Like a huge thought, percentage of this movie is that when you show up to hell, people will be dicks. <laughs> it's like going to New York. I'm sure I'm not the first person to compare New York to hell. Walk faster. <laughs> Don't stop at the top of the Why thing where the subway. The Why would you take You've a picture right now? Before? That's crazy. Just keep walking. Keep Jesus. walking. Maybe you walk somewhere where you fall off and you die and the world is better. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the New York Tourism Bureau. So, yeah. So, is, <laughs> is this where we get Estes Perkle who pronounces the name differently than they all just did for the whole movie? He does. He says... But how wrong K-Ifus was. Oh, yes. Keep it. We don't have time for another take. Keep it. It's fine. It's fine. Well, yeah, because, you know, of course, Diades is down there saying, hey, now, uh, uh, can I go back and warn all my friends that, that, that heaven and hell is real? And, and God goes, like, we already gave him Estes Perkle. What the more could they possibly oh, want? Oh, yeah, this is where he's uh, one of the guys from our brother where I thought. So picture God in a full God getup, like the white, just all the God. And he talks, he says, in, in the brother where I the accent, he's like, the people have Moses saying his prophets. I was like, that's God? If I, if I met God, I'd be like, no, oh. I mean. That was a no, call. I was glad, about to call. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, ba- I'm glad to be here in heaven. I made the good team and all that. But that's if if really- only we knew someone who had some kind of hillbilly God voice of some sort. Oh, someone could, should invent that. We could yeah. do some kind of a bit. So. Yeah, and, and God's answer is like, you know, like, hey, look, if they're not going to believe an ancient, dubious, unsourced, uncredited book written by fictional characters and crazy people, why would they believe a person that they know? <laughs> and, he th- and he thought that God thought that was rhetorical. So, and also I love, too, that Estes has to come in and say, and by the way, Diades wasn't trying to warn all them folks because he was a nice guy. Oh, no, sir. No, sir. He just wanted to make sure they wouldn't show up in hell and give him purple nurples and stuff again. <laughs> but they did. <laughs> they did. Um, yeah, so... Sorry. Now it's time for the number chart. Oh, yes. We're getting to the magic. This yes. is the he best says, part of the movie. He introduces this by saying, a thousand years after he's been in hell, and it shows him. He's like, let's, let's uh, go to yeah, the Yeah, let's check roll, in roll with film, him a thousand years film. later. Uh, let's go. I'm just hearing now we have footage of a thousand years from now. They do this. And, and, and he's, still talking, he's still talking to camera like it's real world hell. He's like pissed yeah. at his roommate in hell. <laughs> he's like yelling about it. He's still it. muttering to himself. And I'm like, I'd be in hell 45 minutes. I'm like, God, I'm bored. I'm fucking <laughs> I don't have the energy to mutter to myself for a thousand years. I would just lie down and be like, okay, oh, I'm burning. This is so creative. This is so creative, God. Oh, what do you know? Fire. Cool. So, oh, you it's your Tuesday. Point. Sorry I made fun of your accent. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> but now here's, but he has to emphasize what forever means in case we don't get it. So we check in a thousand years later, and then we check in a thousand years after but that. Then that's at the end, right? And no, the no, for, no. As it turns out, we there's should go more into orders forever. of magnitude. We should really go into orders of magnitude. Yes. So he pulls out a goddamn chart, and he says, "This chart. here is a one, and these are zeros after it. Now, one thousand is three zeros. One million would be six zeros. This has three hundred zeros. Now, I want to point out that, like." 
It does have exactly 300 zeros, and the row at the bottom just ends, like yeah, halfway they, they through. Like, they couldn't number. go 309 zeros and go yeah. all the way across. I also want to point exactly out... exactly that many zeros. Estes Perkle does not try to pretend he knows what one followed by 300 zeros is. He's like, this is a thousand, this is a million, and, and this is lots of circles. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a name for that number. <laughs> Yeah, what about he's basically like and and so forth and so you get it you get it. a thousand a million and so forth. But what about three hundred and fifty zeros? Get out! Fuck get you! Fuck off! Leave. Asshole. Yeah, but again, like he just pulls this out and he says, "This is also a number, so they'll be spending this many years in hell too." So now that we've got that all <laughs> figured out... Is that all figured out? I think it is. Right. That this is now where he kicks over to Bob Gray. We have to have another uh, support preacher. Yeah, and this guy is like an auctioneer for years in hell. Yeah. He's like, oh, I hear one million. He's burning for one million. You're right, I hear one million, two million. Two million years, two million years of burning hell. Hey, he's burning hell. Two million gentlemen over there. He's burning hell. Two million, three million years, three million That's that scene. It's the next scene. Yeah, well, and I love to, when, when they get the, the, this guy's opening line, he starts off his line, the Bob Gray guy, he says, in spite of what the critics and the pseudo-intellectuals have to say, and I thought, man, that is the most promising start of a sentence. <laughs> Brilliant shit always follows that first half of a sentence right there. So he says his piece, and then we go back to Pergle fucking with Gonzo a little more. Keep in mind that this is the guy that just wandered into his church minutes after his friend died. And Pergle has to go, and remember that fella right there? His 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 buddy's dead. Well, yeah. His buddy's burning not, in hell. But the top, when it was spinning, it jiggled a little. So are we, are we in that reality, or are we in... Well, I don't yeah. know what inception we're in. Are and, we? and this is where Estes tells us... About the scorpion, oh, God. horse, lotus, locust, lady lions. <laughs> and they do it from the bottom up. And honestly, if you don't watch these movies, just watch this three second. Because it is very clearly the legs of a horse. Yep. Yeah. And then mysteriously. <laughs> and then mysteriously is just a guy with vampire fangs. Yes. <laughs> and a blonde wig. Yep. It's, seriously, there like, was a bit of a cut between the whole part when it went up. The camera, I noticed, it cut <laughs> a little bit, and then it went up to the dude with the, with the fangs. It looked like one of those gold spray paint people in the subway that yeah. come to life if you give them a nickel. Yeah. yeah. But, and the guy's like, shut up, not finished, and lady hair. It went stupid. That's stupid. That's stupid. And but, lion teeth. And he goes, they will have a scorpion's tail. And they cut to someone whipping it with the tail. Yeah, which, no, yeah. Fun fact, not what scorpions do. <laughs> no. They just, just do the sound of a scorpion. They don't have the budget for a visual. Yeah, right. The sound. And I would think, if I were in hell for a billion years at this point, and I see this weird scorpion dude with a wig, I'd be like, oh, okay. Cool. This is fun. What's this? Yes. <laughs> it's this? like a poo What's this, be? I've been, this is a billion years. It's been a billion, yeah, a billion years. Uh, this is fun. Let's do this. How many zeros is that? Well, I, I have a, lot a of, chart. I have zero, it's just a zeros. I have a yeah. watch that's just <laughs> concentric zeros. Also, this I'm on is this one. <laughs> it's this zero o'clock. This is also the part where we get the who's who in hell bit, where he's like, yeah. he's like, it's like they're introducing contestants. He's like, let's check in and on Isau. I really should have just made my own soup. God, just like taste the soup. Aha. <laughs> No spoon. And during this, in hell, there's a weird demon guy who just laughs hysterically and shouts, Forever! Forever! 
And I was, th- I was sort of thinking, like, isn't the joke on him? Like, this dude, I mean, yeah, I'm in hell. This guy is in, like, a boring supervisory job for however long this is. This is yeah. eternity of just shouting, <laughs> I feel like I have it better than you right now. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're being punished I more get, than me. That's his I first day, but his fifth face. day, he's like, forever? Yeah. <laughs> forever? Forever. 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 <laughs> just do that eventually. And then we meet, Fe- and, and as we're doing this sort of who's who, this is where we meet Hell's first customer, Kane. Uh, so we get a flashback for that. Oh, God, the flashback. Kane invents. So here's the flashback of Kane murdering Abel. He's got like a baseball bat over his shoulder, and he walks over to Abel. Literally, he has a club over his shoulder. He walks up to him and goes, hi, and then he invents the look over there joke. Like, he does. He, he's like, hi, what's that I see over there? And then he hits him with a club. Well, and also, but before he does, he has to go like this. He has to go. Yeah, yeah, he looks around. There are yeah. two people yeah. on earth. Yeah. There are only two people. You could just know where they are. It's like he was about to say a joke with the N-word, and he had to check. <laughs> <laughs> he turns around as a Zoroastrian, just give him a mean, mean look. Just like, I'm so sorry. I'm not that kind of <laughs> so, guy. Just, can just can we my also, buddy. are we going to ignore the giant urine stain on the back of Abel's outfit? Oh, I thought he shot himself. <laughs> Did he not? He was, there is no question. This guy gets up, and he turns around, and his whole back of his robe is wet from, like, here down... And it's like, you could have just not had him turn around, guys. It was probably from the first few takes they did where he like <laughs> landed in mud or something and they like did it again. No, you, you pointed and then you didn't look. We got to do this complex <laughs> scene again. There's a lot of blocking in this yeah. one, too. Also, I love it. This really goes to show exactly who Estes Berkeley who we're dealing with here. He goes, now... He probably, Cain probably choked Abel to yeah. death. What, Put his hands around his throat and what just What intel are you working with? Right? Why do we know <laughs> that? I got the police report here. It looks like there's <sighs> lacerations on his neck. Yeah, he's already got the club that he What is that with. based on? He was I listening know. to like the first episode of Serial. Is that the third yeah. season? <laughs> just like, like Cain on... giving really nice phone calls. And it's like, I don't know if he did it. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. Who did it? I, yeah, what is this based on? He's like, based on the clubs they had at the time. Like, he probably would have hit him and then, then choked then him. Then went out to choke him to death. Yeah, exactly. Put some science into this discussion. <laughs> and now we're going to learn about another grisly murder in the Bible. Basically, he just goes through like a checklist of all the people that go to hell in the Bible. And he's like, yeah. and they, well, it's not all of them. He makes very clear. There are also a bunch of other hellbound fuckers I could tell you about, but we only got so much time. Oh, but so are you saying, is this when uh, Gonzo, is this when Serpico has gone yes, in? Yes, this is where <laughs> Circus, Serpico, who is bored of the hell talk, falls asleep and has a dream of what it would be like for him to go to hell. Yep. Now he's- So, okay, I'm sorry. I just want to point out, we are now in a flashback of a flashback in a dream sequence. Don't get lost in this important plot. <laughs> exactly. Now, Heath, when you picture the devil... What do you picture his face looking like? Now, me personally, you personally, I would assume stained glass. Stained glass. That's what I was gonna say. Did, we were both on the same page. And indeed, it that is stained who glass. appears. It is stained it glass. It is a sta- Remember the clown from just there? It is a stained glass clown, and he's like, "Hey, <laughs> welcome to hell. You like it? <laughs> I'm a winter." <laughs> and he just Turns like. Out- 
introduces him to hell. He's like, over there is so-and-so who killed John the Baptist. Right. He thinks everyone is John the Baptist. <laughs> over there is so-and-so. He's all filled with ants. <laughs> and once again, we get, the, we get the reality we're in where Dr. Gonzo is burning in the fires of hell. And he literally says, is that man looking at me? Like, which, what are you doing? You're burning. What do you care when people are looking at you? Act, damn it, act. I just, I just love that hell has an orientation. Yeah. You know, all right, we got some videos for y'all to watch. You don't really have to pay attention. They'll ask some questions, but they're pretty easy. It's the OSHA thing. I... Yeah, exactly. There's one. This one's on food safety. This is one. It's on respecting workplace diversity. This is on smearing liquid shit on your face. Very important one there. Satan just walks in. Oh, hello. Welcome to Wendy's in hell. So... The guy who thinks he's John the Baptist yes. stabs him. Well, stabs, stabs, stabs Serpico, yeah. Stabs, stabs Serpico. Define him. He stabs like a wet shirt that they just <laughs> draped. They yes. draped it on the ground, and he stabbed very clearly is just a shirt. Like he's just stabbed yes. a shirt There's that's nothing on the ground. Ahead. Right, and Pedro is very upset by this, but he's already dead. Right. Yeah. What's going to happen? Yeah. He's like... Because he's coming over. He's like, oh, there's John the Baptist. And he's like, oh, no, he'll kill. Oh, no, actually, none of this. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and, and what happens when he's killed? Do you remember what, what the uh, prison face guy does when he's killed? He goes. Yes. <laughs> and everyone was like, I guess we'll use that. What was, yeah. Okay, that's, <laughs> that sounds really. He laughs like a girl you'd immediately stop dating laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> I forgot to tell you, I'm married <laughs> to a guy, <laughs> Hitler. Oh, Eli, you're so. Oh, Eli, you're so funny. <laughs> Are, is this your way of trying to get out of the show? <laughs> it's too late now, Thomas. <laughs> We're almost done uh, we're because almost done. this is the part. This, I guess, it's this hell reverie that uh, that Serpico has. Um, this is where, like, he starts to realize that he needs to get saved. You know, uh, like as they're, you know, pulling. Oh, I'm sorry. He actually wakes up because he's falling asleep in the church. Wakes up pulling an imaginary spear out of his guts. <laughs> Because you know how it is when you dream. You wake up from a dream. You are constantly like reenacting whatever was happening in the dream seconds before. It's like that. I am very lucky that that's not the case. (laughs) No, I'm very lucky that's not the case. (laughs) They sleep together. Anna's just like, couldn't get the mustard on the hot dog again, huh? Yeah, crazy. (laughs) Keep having that dream. I love because the audience at home is just now putting that together. Like, oh, he did the shaking dicks on his face thing, didn't he? If they've listened for a while, they knew. Yeah, that's true. So, so now, okay, so keep in mind that... That was very clearly him doing the gesture. I wasn't jerking tiny dicks off onto him. He was miming because he's learned from us. He's going to be in some blue apron ads. (laughs) Oh, God. So, (laughs) now, 
I want to imagine, I want you to imagine if you would, how you would react if you looked over and the person next to you was suddenly trying to pull an imaginary spear out of their guts. And if your answer was mildly perturbed, then you would fit right in at this church. Well, what you've forgotten is that they go back to the racist lady who's still yes. just like, God, this guy is a little dark. See, this, this is, guy, uh, this is what, what they do. I don't know he's or something. That doesn't matter. He's just they he's come like an to your Andrew church. Torres race. They come to your church. They fall asleep, and then they try to pull a spear out of themselves. Man. Build a wall. Taking our Typical. jobs. So... Yeah, and of course, everybody else, and this is, of course, where Astus Perkle really comes into his own. <laughs> he sees the guy pulling the spear out. He's like, let me guess. Spear in the chest dream. Yeah. Oh, my God, it was spear in the Tell chest dream. Yeah. Now check your wallet. <laughs> Jesus, exactly. <laughs> I was thinking of the three of gays. <laughs> that's, that's actually illegal in this state. Oh, so, yeah, so now we get, like, okay, keep in mind that Esther Spurgle has spent the rest of this entire movie describing graphic shit to us in his Esther Spurgle voice, but now we get his most disturbing moment, which is where he gets all quiet and he has this conversation during the altar call. Y'all, come on up. You want to come up? You want Jesus to save you? Come on up now. And we get that for about four minutes. Right, and his final words to us are, look, I know everyone's going to say, you just joined a religion because you're scared. But fuck them. <laughs> and the screen blacks out yes! and there are no credits. That's it's it. Literally, that's it. What are you going to do? Bye. <laughs> Some people say, I just scared you into believing in Jesus damn straight. Yeah, so, like, who's the fucking good guy in this thing? Like, the terrorist who created a torture place is so bad that, yeah, okay, I'll do whatever you want, dude. I guess I'll do, yeah, I don't want to. Go to that torture place you created, so whatever. Yes, yes. That's the good that's guy. That's supremely good, guy. good. That is the omnibenevolent Oh, okay, guy. so that's the yeah. good guy. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not super clear. All right, well, I am pretty sure that it's illegal in this state to put our thumbs where we need to put them to rate this movie. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean, I, I meant publicly. We, we can get together afterwards. So we meet. <laughs> Me and this half of the room are getting together later. You can put <laughs> thumbs in us at Reason Town. <laughs> he held the, he held the theme song the entire way. Those are some those are some wiggly thumbs. Look sir. at that photograph. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so rather than using thumbs, I'm gonna get back on track after that. Um, rather than using thumbs, we're gonna find a different way to evaluate it. So in summary. <laughs> Keep your thumbs out of that imaginary baby. No, he was doing it. It was his tiny thumbs. He... All right. All right. I think we should hold the baby for the rest of the time. Yeah, I think we I feel like we should. I feel like I'm a little late, but I think we should hold the baby for the rest of the time. <laughs> Thank you, Lucinda. That is the third recording where Lucinda has stolen my baby. <laughs> it took that long for yeah, someone right? to just rescue the baby from Eli? I'm pretty sure he's, by, by court order, he has to have an alarm that goes off on him if a baby's, like, within 10 <laughs> feet. Like, Matt, I cannot be trusted. I cannot be... Like, it just... <laughs> 
It's like, like an other alarm. people's life alert. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of life alert fans in this audience. Yeah. yeah. Let's go do some prune juice Me- shots after the show. Meanwhile, Gene's over here going like 815, y'all is what I said. Let me I get a what, what, if you're missing a foot. <laughs> so, so in summary, <laughs> I want to ask you, remember the setup I had for this like 15 minutes ago? So no, you guys you, already you know the again. setup. So, yeah. Yeah. so in summary, I want to ask you this. What is the worst reason to travel all the way to North Carolina that is still better than this movie? Oh, uh, Eli's 14-hour Katy Perry road trip mixtape that we fucking goddamn had to listen to. If there is and a song that you have ever had a friend play to you, ironically, it's actually on his goddamn playlist. And if you're picturing, like, Katy Perry's, like, whole body of work, no. Hot and cold. Hot and cold. That's it. Over and over. The eighth time you hear it, Start, Still bad. Start thinking. <laughs> yes. And Eli? Uh, just to give money to the anti-gay government for explicitly gay badging. <laughs> so that's where it goes, why right? we're here. We've gotten several emails letting us know that that's why we're here. And Thomas? <laughs> so the worst reason to travel all the way here that's still better than this movie, um, just... <laughs> <laughs> that's a good answer. I think answer. that's actually among the top reasons. To yeah, no, I think... <laughs> Really I whatever the, you say is going to be a disappointment. Reason, yeah, I would say just visiting here. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure like the order of things in that are bad is visiting here, this movie, end. Just that's the end of list. So by definition, I think I've got the Waffle right House. <laughs> I love it here. Help, Eli, right. help Eli raise your child. Uh, to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so with that, we're going to bring episode 88 to a merciful close. Huge thanks again to you, Thomas, for hanging out with us. Big thanks to Morgan Clark, our audio engineer, for making the trip with us, despite the fact that he was sick. Another big thanks to Gene Elliott and everyone with the Hickory Humanist Alliance. I want to remind you one more time, you got to stick around to the end. Special announcement, if you want more Cecil in your life, you're going to want to stick around to the end. But before we do, I want to give one huge thanks to our amazing audience here and our amazing audience at home. Without you guys, we'd just be talking to ourselves, which would be weird. So... Thank you. A one-man standing ovation from Tom. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, everybody, but mostly Tom. And with that, we'll leave you with the Breakfast Club close. He gets excellent. Estes Perkle went on to never use chemical weapons. The maggots in this film went on to a successful career as Donald Sutherland's mustache. (laughs) Tim helped Napoleon Dynamite win the school talent show. And Tim's friend is still lying decapitated on the side of the (laughs) road.
The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved.